Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go! All right, let's get this show on the road! Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go, woo! This is the Ike Wingate Show. Top of the morning, everyone. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Here's your host, Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to Thursday's show. Here we are on December 14th, 2023. So glad you're here bright and early. On the way this hour, celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts, and the top things that we're nostalgic for. See if any of those on the list are on your list. And later today, caught doing good, the family members of military wounded were honored at Disney. And a possum in a Christmas tree and our outdoor moment in the 8 o'clock hour with Chase Tressler at Innovation Outdoors. It's all on the way for you today. Brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan Attorneys at Law online at OzarkJustice.com or call 479-253-1234. And it is that time of morning. Time for your celebrity birthdays here for Thursday, December 14th, 2023. Pop star Tori Kelly is 31. Actress Vanessa Hudgens, 35. Natasha McClone, who played Dr. Halsey in the Halo TV series, is 54. Ted Romney, who is Chet Kaminsky in Ash vs. Evil Dead, is 58. Holly on Fame, real name Cynthia Gibb, is 60. Cliff Williams, retired ACDC bassist, is 74. Elliot's mom in E.T. D. Wallace is 75. What else do we got here? Today is National Free Shipping Day, National Energy Conservation Day, and 11 days out from Christmas. And on this day in history, in 1799, George Washington died of a throat infection at the age of 67. In his will, he emancipated all the slaves that he owned. He stipulated that they should be freed after his wife died, but Martha freed him early in 1801. In 1970, the stop-motion holiday classic Santa Claus is Coming to Town aired for the first time. In 1979, the Steve Martin comedy The Jerk was released. In 1980, Yoko Ono called for a 10-minute silent vigil around the world for John Lennon, who was murdered in New York six days before. In 1991, Michael Jackson's Dangerous. Debuted at number one on Billboard's Pop Albums chart. Let's see. In 1992, Merle Haggard and his wife, Teresa Lane, had a baby with the name Binion Lewis Haggard. Yes. He adopted the name Ben Haggard, actually, uh, for the rest of his life here. So, uh, what else we got going on? In 1999, Peanuts genius Charles M. Schultz announced he was retiring the comic strip 
after 50 years. In the year 2000, AOL and Time Warner merged in a deal worth $111 billion. Time Warner spun off AOL into a separate public company in 2009. The Will Smith movie I Am Legend released on this date in 2009. And you remember this? Back in 2008, George W. Bush showed quick reflexes when he dodged a pair of shoes that were thrown at him by an Iraqi uh, journalist during a news broadcast in Baghdad. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning! And it is that time. A morning for your random facts. People with blee, uh, blee, people with B blood type tend to be resistant to most norovirus strains. B blood type. About 35% of people never get their wisdom teeth. Not very wise, I guess. The Houston Rockets didn't get their name because of the NASA Space Center there. They actually started as the San Diego Rockets in 1967. Got their name because San Diego had a lot of aerospace companies. And when they relocated to Houston in 1971, the name still worked. So they just held on to it. Yeah, why change it? And John Tyler joined the Confederacy during the Civil War and died before the war was over. So he's the only president whose death was not recognized in Washington, and he's the only president to rest under a flag not of the United States. A Confederate flag was draped over his coffin. That's John Tyler. And finally, 60% of all of the drinks at Starbucks are customized, and they claim there are over 170,000 ways to customize beverages at Starbucks. So only 40% come as they are. The rest are all customized. Interesting. Random facts there for you. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Thursday to you. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. Well, what are some things that you are nostalgic for? There is a new poll out asking people what they think they will be nostalgic for or nostalgic about in 20 years. From movies to TV shows to how simple life was before the internet. What is something you think you'll be nostalgic about 20 years from now in the year 2020? I'm sorry, 2043. So someone has polled thousands of Americans on this, by the way. These are the cutting issues Americans want to talk about. Here are the top things we think we're going to look back and say, hey, remember that? Smartphones. That's the number one answer. 52% think we'll be nostalgic. Like, hey, remember when we all had iPhones? I guess they're expecting, you know, us to have... Uh, you know, a processor planted in our head by that time. Another one they're saying we'll be nostalgic about is trending music on TikTok. 43% said that uh, songs that are used and reused in famous videos. I doubt that. I think we'll forget that pretty quick. People think uh, they'll be nostalgic about bootcut jeans and flares. 43% said that. Now, they've come in and out. I think they're back in right now, which to me... Uh, you know, I don't know. It just looks so dated to me. But nonetheless, I mean, I grew up with, with that in the 90s, right? But people think we'll be nostalgic about it in 20 years. People will probably still be wearing them then. Uh, here's a funny one. 34% of people said we'll be nostalgic about working from home. That we'll all be back in the office by 2043. Yeah, it might take until then. Crop tops is the next one on the list. <laughs> 22% said they'll be nostalgic about crop tops. Uh, virtual reality and augmented reality apps like Pokemon Go. 15% of people said we'll be nostalgic about that. Apparently, 
Americans are most nostalgic about their teen and tween years. Basically between the the experiences they had between the ages of 11 and 20. And then the top things that we are nostalgic for, no matter our age, are fashion, slang, and famous actors from our heyday. What about music? It seems like that's an automatic nostalgic thing. When you hear a song, it takes you back instantly, doesn't it? By decade, the top shows we're nostalgic about are Cheers from the 1980s, Baywatch, really, from the 1990s, and Breaking Bad from the early 2000s. And the holiday movies that bring us nostalgic feelings are Home Alone, The Santa Claus, and Miracle on 34th Street. What about you? What did we miss? Let me know. Send me a text. 870-505-1518. Good morning. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. The Gary Sinise Foundation hosted over 700 families of fallen military heroes at Disney World as part of its annual Snowball Express event. This is the executive director of the Gary Sinise Foundation, Donna Palmer, talking about the amazing cause. It's a very special way that they can have a moment in the middle of all of this to remember their loved one. It's so important because it gives them an opportunity to, for us to show them that they are not forgotten. What our goal is, is to give them the time and the space to have that experience and then to take that into something happier and more joyful. Wow, that is a very cool event to do for the families that have paid the ultimate price when someone in their family has sacrificed everything for the good of our country, for our freedom. So the Gary Sinise Foundation caught doing good. You got a good story out there, let us tell it. Email it to show at IkeWingate.com. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, some people out there might think that having to go to an MRI is a pain in the butt. And for this person, it literally was. A report has been filed online claiming that an unnamed 57-year-old woman accidentally shot herself in the right buttock area while entering an MRI machine. Yes, this is really bizarre. Uh, you, of course, in an MRI, you can't have anything metal on you, including clothing. The intensity of the magnets in an MRI mean that you shouldn't even wear certain athletic clothing, which contains metallic fibers. So a loaded gun is certainly a no-no. According to the report, the woman was screened prior to the exam and explicitly said no when asked if she was carrying any firearms. I didn't know they asked you that. Fortunately, uh, her wounds were described as very small and superficial. Literally, the gun went off, shot her in the buttocks, and uh, she was in the MRI. I guess she was in the right place for such a wound. Earlier this year, a man in Brazil entered a room with an MRI machine, and he died of a gunshot to the stomach triggered by the machine. So again, never take a firearm to an MRI. Ever. I can't believe I'm having to say this, but this is the way it is, my friends. That is Stranger Than Fiction, everybody. Good morning. Well, tis the season for finding crazy things in your Christmas tree. We told you uh, the other day that there was a, what was that, an owl. An owl was discovered in a person's uh, Christmas tree. That's a real tree. So you kind of go, well, all right, yeah, that's possible, you know. Uh, just like in, what, Christmas, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, they had a squirrel in there. Well, this is a story from Texas about a possum found hiding in an artificial Christmas tree. How in the world did that happen? Anyway, after a bit of the struggle... She was able to capture it and release the possum back into the wild. This is Brett Ingram documenting the showdown for social media. I'm literally freaking out right now. 
I have no idea how this possum got in my house and up into my tree. And I'm trying to get him out, but it will not let me. And I just don't know what to do. Wow, that is incredible. How in the world did that happen? I mean, where is this tree kept during the off season? That's the question, is it not? But uh, thankfully, she got the possum out. It wasn't playing. It probably was playing possum for quite some time. And then, uh, and then she discovered it, right? Merry Christmas to everyone, including the possums out there. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Every Thursday at this time, you know what it is. It is our outdoor moment with Chase Tressler at Innovation Outdoors. Good morning to you, Chase. Good morning, Ike, and good morning to all the listeners out there. What a wonderful week of weather we're having in the Ozarks here for December. Forecast is looking good for the extended forecast, even towards the holidays. So if you got anybody coming in, any friends or family from out of state, you know, let's talk a little bit about what we can do, what we can go show off about the Ozarks that they might not be used to. Uh, the weather's good. The hunting is still good. The deer, the bucks are still chasing does. They're still actively out there sparring, being motivated to, to do their thing. I will say some of the mature bucks are being more active during the nighttime hours. So I would focus more on an evening hunt so you're not spooking them when they're in the feeding areas or your mineral sites and you're trying to walk in early in the mornings when they may still be in there feeding before they go bed down. So I would I would focus on an evening hunt. Also, the small game, the rabbit, the squirrels is still great hunting. This weather's perfect for getting out, kicking around the field edges, some brushy points, kicking up rabbits or walking some of these logging roads and stuff on these YMAs and public lands. It's not so cold. It's, you know, not enjoyable. It's not so hot. It's, you know, miserable. You're sweating in your cool weather gear. So get out and enjoy it. The small game, they really don't have ticks or parasites this time of year. So it's great hunting. Also, the fishing's good. Get out there, do some fishing. You know, they're tearing up the crappie on a lot lot of the lakes and tributaries table rock bull shoals beaver lake they're doing a lot of great crappie fishing bass fishing still good we all know that guy or that gal that can catch bass whether it's 60 and sunny or six below and overcast but they're still catching a lot of bass also talking about the waterways you know look at maybe doing some floating throw a kayak out or a raft or something i wouldn't recommend canoes just because you'll be doing a lot of dragging a lot of that shallow area and if you are floating really think about taking dry wet dry clothes in a dry bag in case you do turn over or get wet hypothermia is still an issue this time of the year if you get wet and can't get dry so take your dry clothing and think about safety and life preservers but get out and enjoy the the streams and rivers if you can some of the floating you'll see more stuff as far as uh, crevasses caves overhangs stuff you'll never notice during the summer and fall because the foliage has them hid you can get up and if you have permission or if it's on public land and explore some of these areas and uh, you can enjoy that part of the Ozarks. Uh, also, you know, jumping back to the hunting real quick, waterfowl season's here, duck season. If you're lucky enough to have some good duck ponds, some rivers that you got some ducks coming in on, get out there do some waterfowl hunting this time of year. Uh, some of the ducks are moving down. I think it'll get better as the season gets a little cooler and moves on, but make sure you got the proper waterfowl stamps for the state and federal uh, migratory bird stamps, but get out there and enjoy that. There's just a whole lot of things you can do in the Ozarks. ATV, UTV, riding is awesome a lot of trails a lot of good public land mountain biking hiking general aviation flying is great this time of the year too if you're fortunate enough to be able to do some of that or can get into it i highly recommend it but just get out and enjoy the ozarks enjoy the weather enjoy the scenery we won't have it much longer come january february that weather's going to start turning a little cooler it won't be near as enjoyable won't have near as many of these good sunny days and weeks you know more overcast more colder temperatures so get out in the next few days next couple weeks and really enjoy this. Have a great weekend. Stay safe.
Good morning to you. Well, if you are hitting up a holiday potluck this month, the experts out there are giving advice on which dishes to avoid. Apparently, they have a top five list in the Huffington Post of foods you shouldn't bring to potluck. So if you're planning on this, you better reconsider. Baked potatoes in aluminum foil. When potatoes cool down, the moisture and steam in the foil can create a perfect environment for bacteria to grow. You can use foil to bake the potatoes, but remove it before it cools down. Okay. Uh, Number two on the list of no-nos for holiday potlucks is mayo-based salads. Potato salad, egg salad, macaroni salad, common culprits. It's not always the mayo itself, though. The protein or the cooked carbohydrate can make you sick, too. So always keep those salads cold. Number three on the list, fish and seafood. Not only can they spoil at room temperature, but it's also a risk for people with allergies. Number four is nuts. That's another one for people with allergies. If a dish calls for sprinkling almonds or peanuts to finish a dish, consider leaving them off or bringing them in a separate container. Okay. And finally, number five on the list of potluck Holiday no-nos is leafy green salads. Yeah, leave those out anyway. The issue here is that there's a lot of opportunity for cross-contamination. Everybody, uh, or everything from cutting boards to utensils and unwashed hands used for mixing. So, yeah. I mean, I think basically what I'm finding here is bring lots of meat. I mean, I think that's always a good, yeah. Lots of meats and lots of sweets and maybe some cheese. And then you're all set, right? Good luck with that. Merry Christmas, everybody. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Good morning to you. Hope you are having a great day so far. Well, this is an interesting study that's out there. If you're spending half your income on a leased Mercedes, good news. It does probably make other people think you're better than them. (laughs) Not really. A new study looked at how we perceive people based just on the type of car they drive. And it found that a luxury automobile can give you a leg up. Researchers found that when people got an expensive car, other people assume that they are higher up in the social hierarchy. They're probably an important person with an important job with maybe lots of leather-bound books or something. It also makes you more attractive to potential mates for obvious reasons. Money. They found that's true whether you're a man or a woman. Quote, individuals with high status are perceived as competent, attractive, receive preferential treatment, and are more likely to be favored in job selection. So, I mean, I guess perception's reality in this case. They found that driving a pricing, pricey car also makes you think that you are more attractive and socially superior. So whether it's deserved or not, the guy speeding by you in a new BMW has a big ego boost from it, apparently. That's according to a new study in Telegraph. What do you think about that? I mean, I can understand. You see someone in a nice vehicle, dress nice, you assume they are a professional of some sort, right? But it's not always true, okay? But you could say, well, hey, getting a nice car is a boost to your own confidence. Maybe that's a good thing. I guess as long as you can handle the payments. Good morning. 
Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us, hit us up, show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.